To Be Honest is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals and last-minute tickets. Did you know NFL ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the Game Time app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. You can even check out your seat's view, which is one of my favorite things, so you can see before you get there what it's going to look like while you're in your seat. So head to the App Store or the Play Store now to download the Game Time app and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Welcome back to To Be Honest. I'm your host, D'Angelo Williams. Alongside of me, co-hosting, is my man, Jake Seeley. Jake, what's up, man? Special episode today. Yeah, special Halloween episode. It's Halloween. A special week in general uh, altogether. It's trade deadline day. Well, when people are listening to this, that'll have already happened. But it's it's a busy week, yeah. and it sounds like you, you got a lot of stuff going, although I think I might have a, I don't know, maybe as much or close to as much as you do. I'm visiting Notre Dame for the first time ever this week, D'Angelo, my team. Why are you going to see Notre Dame play? They're actually pretty good this year. They are this pretty year, good. They're coming I, off a I'm, huge loss. <laughs> it's it's so funny that you say that because you've probably never been until like now that they're good coming off the, the huge loss, must-win situation. That's why you're going? Big game? Who you got? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going because we got free tickets for a friend of mine who is a special <laughs> birthday. It is, uh, he actually he's a teacher and former student gave him sweet tickets. And we've never been. Well, he's been to Notre Dame. I've never been in general. Yeah. So this is a, this so is a long off time at coming. The top. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's only down from here, right? You go from the suite to the stands to the. I'm just no, not gonna go anymore because the experience I, is different. I'd rather sit on the 50 yard line around 30 rows up than to go all the way up into the suites. To be honest with you, like to be honest, really? that's it's. I'd rather watch the game from there, but. Hey, what about Halloween for you this week? That's the big one this week. Did you already celebrate your Halloween? Did you have a party last weekend, or do you wait till like Halloween day and it's only about the kids? How, how do you usually do it? Jake, I'm gonna be honest with you. People that celebrate Halloween not on Halloween are selfish, inconsiderate, and disrespectful. Um, <laughs> what about the people have to get up for jobs? Man, they had to get up for jobs uh, this weekend. Not um, everybody, and even the ones. <laughs> but so you're not going. You're going to deny your kid an opportunity to go get free candy. Oh no, 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 on no, no, no. A Thursday no, no. when everybody, the whole world, is celebrating. This is. Let, let me tell you something about me, Jake. The most important, the most sacred holiday of all holidays is October 31st. Is really? Halloween for me, and I'm talking about over birthdays over bar mitzvahs over dude i go all out i i stopped i stopped Mm -hmm. (laughs) i go all out i go all out for halloween i have costumes dude you know back in the days when i lived in my old neighborhood before i i moved over here into this gated community (laughs) but when i lived over (laughs) in my old neighborhood (laughs) you know year one um you know i uh bring out trick-or-treaters uh, trick or treaters would come to the house, and I'd come out of the garage, um, like uh, dressed up as like a zombie. Uh, I'd come out, you know, Freddy Krueger. I'd come out to like different characters. It started off with like eight trick or treaters. Then the next year we had like thirty. The year after that we had like a hundred and fifty. And then my fourth year we had thousands and thousands of kids 
uh, come through the neighborhood because I turned my garage and then ultimately my backyard into a hunted house. All you had to do was get to the candy and you can have as much candy as you want once you get there. But you had to go through like, yeah, I put black ice in the pool. So it was smoking and put like a couple boards across. So you had to walk across the pool and it was just on the other side. And I had like these, the, the fence set up in my backyard every year. I turned it into a, a, a hunted house and it started in the garage and it started with like seven kids. So when I moved into this neighborhood, you know, I, I, I had no idea what a homeowners association was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm in one of those neighborhoods. Right. So, you know, I go to the president and I'm like, Hey, can we open the gates for Halloween? And she was like, we don't open our gates for no one. Yeah. I was let, like, let me guess. Is... Let me hold on. Let me guess. A crotchety old woman. Is that pretty yes. much? Like, yes. She, she yes. should be out there on Halloween yes. riding her broom around the neighborhood. <laughs> yes. So I was like, "What do you mean we don't open?" Up? She was like, "You you don't want people soliciting." And I was like, "It's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving out candy anyway." So so the backlash in our neighborhood turned into okay, the gates will still be closed. But all the kids in the neighborhood, we have like a like everybody concentrate to this cul-de-sac and we'll set up like, you know, uh, it was like a trunk or treat without cars. So it was just gotcha. a cul-de-sac and people standing around in a buffet line, like just getting candy <laughs> from the different houses that are around the cul-de-sac. That, so, you, do, you took half the workout. That's that's lazy for I the kids. I know, man. I know. It is awful, but that's, it is so funny because it looked oh, like- Homeowners associations are the worst. I just got a letter about, I'm renting my place from somebody else and they had to come by to pick up the screen because there is a nickel-sized screen or hole in the screen on the back of the house that they need to no get way, you know, has to get fit. I'm serious 100% serious what? I got a picture I'll send you the picture of it so when I was when I first moved into this house here uh, I wasn't aware that you can get fined for your yard not being cut so <laughs> when I first got the house obviously I'm looking for some like I'm, wait, wait, I'm Deja, going through Deja, Deja. hold on so when you mow the lawn you can say I'm just here so I don't get fined is that what you're me? <laughs> yes that is the perfect segue that's good that's really good yeah so I'm in between like people coming to cut my yard and I'm trying to you know price compare because I'm trying to get the best for the cheapest and you know that don't always work in like a couple of days or a day or two so i went a couple of weeks without getting my yard cut and i had a couple of weeds you know let's not let's just be like you can't stop birds from dropping seeds and stuff like that and we got a lot of rain and i hadn't had the yard cut in two weeks and got a letter in my mailbox with a fine i was like <laughs> are you you gonna find me for trying to find a company that's suitable for me that I feel like I'm comfortable paying monthly. You are you serious, man? I sent the letter back uh, with an IOU, <laughs> <laughs> like literally taped to the IOU. <laughs> I mean, this look, that's homeowners association. There's all old people with power that just have nothing better to do than be cranky all day long. And yeah, I don't, I don't care. And that's, that's what I, that's another thing that I don't understand. Like, can we get somebody um, in these homeowners association that changes with the times, not somebody that's stuck in one? Like, how have you been the president for the last 25, 30 years? Like, who 
<laughs> what kind of residence have you had? It's because the only people that care that much are the crotchety, old, bitter, cranky people. Like, nobody else really wants to do it. Those are the only people that want to do it. Hey, I got a question before, because we got a, a lot of Halloween stuff, some fun today. It's a Halloween-themed episode. Before we get to that real quick, I do want to ask you, like I said, this, this episode is going to be out once the trade deadline has passed. But I do want to ask you, have you ever gone through that yourself where you heard rumors that you might be traded or people you were playing with because the newest one somebody you did play with Le'Veon Bell is apparently on the trade bl- trade block for the Jets now and just that feeling of hearing your name out there because no matter what you do I know you can't tune it all out oh yeah this is going to be different for Le'Veon because he's had such stability when he was in Pittsburgh but then you know he gets to the Jets uh he's obviously given everything that he got and he's very he's very apparent he's a fish out of water in New York because he's the biggest name that the Jets right. have right now. So uh, how do you go back it, to work on Wednesday if you don't get traded after hearing that you were on the block? Oh, that's rough because, you know, I don't know if you saw Le'Veon tweets and like, cause he tweets, I mean, he wears hard on his sleeve. So obviously he had a, he was trying to form a relationship with the Jets and then to hear that your name's on the trading block. Like I'm, I'd be damn for real. <laughs> like I, I thought we was boys. Like you, you know, I it was a bidding war. It came down to you. I could have chose this other team if you was just gonna act like this. I mean, or he could be like, you know what? Thank you so much. You know, I really appreciate getting out of this dumpster fire. <laughs> so if you don't get traded, do you potentially pull uh, Melvin Gordon and just be like, well, screw you, I'm not gonna play now? Or no, do I, have- I, I don't think. Well, Le'Veon doesn't have enough. Uh, at least to do that because <laughs> Not you anymore. Know he said right you know he sat out a whole year so he wouldn't want to go back through that same process but at the same time i don't know what's being said behind closed doors like we don't know if Le'Veon's happy or if he's unhappy like look man you got to give me some help and it may not be him necessarily complaining but the fact that he's asking questions like hey can you get Sam Darnold some help? Can we get some help in here? Can we get a receive another receiver? Can we get a o o lineman? Like, can we get somebody to help? Sam- can I get a damn quarterback? Uh, <laughs> you know, if 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 these are the questions that he's asking ownership, then you know it could potentially they could be worried and be like, hey, we got to get rid of, or we can put you on the trade block because hey, we need some draft picks. We obviously see that we need a lot of help, and Le'Veon's not that answer. If we can find two or three picks. Because it seemed like teams around the NFL are just throwing away draft picks. Yeah, there's a lot of them going on. Look at what yeah he said for Ramsey and what he got. And now the the That's Lions apparently saying. wanted that much for Darius Slay, who's coming up in the last year of his contract. So it's, it's interesting. I, I think it's partly because there's just more cap flexibility than there's been before. And the fact that, either, you know, this – go ahead. Either that or the Antonio Brown effect is in full effect. Because uh, that's how Jalen Ramsey – that's how he got out of the Jaguars. Like, think about the power that the players possess now. Uh, granted, you know, everybody didn't like how everything worked out for Antonio Brown. But, I mean, he was able to dictate where he wanted to go, when he wanted to go, and how he wanted to go. I know a lot of people have said that the NFL now is being compared to the NBA. When you're unhappy, you just ask for a trade, and they do it. Yeah, well, I but mean, it doesn't no happen. Us- I mean, yeah, like, if, you, if you're unhappy and you ask for a trade, it's not like it's immediate or it's guaranteed to have happened. And, like, the, go right. back to Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon still showed up. He had to because nothing happened. He had, you know, it's not like it's every single situation. Right. I mean, you look like Trent, Trent Williams, for instance. Like, Trent found out that they wasn't loyal to him. And he was like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to stay at home. <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> he literally was a sp- SpongeBob me. All right, I'm going to head out. 
<laughs> like, he's still sitting you, there too. <laughs> right, he's still sitting there, and they 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 thinking about trading him. And the thing is, is like he's not the problem in Washington. No. Uh, you know, they have a lot of other issues. They won't trade him because he won out. They're going to trade him because they have a lot more issues than left tackle. Yeah, I don't know if they even do trade him. You know how I feel about that team in front office. As I told you, he'd rather watch his money burn in front of his face than to give it to somebody else. As uh, Oh, 100%. I said that in my article. I said if you took Dan Snyder a million, you took a million dollars out of his bank accounts, plopped them in front of him, and said, here, give D'Angelo Williams $500,000 or... We're going to burn the entire million dollars in front of your face. He'd say burn the entire pile. He wouldn't give half of it away. He'd never do that. That's, that's why he's like, that whole front office is like, that's the worst run, or, one of the worst run organizations. But hey, this kind of, that, that works for a nice little segue here because we're going to assign yeah. Halloween superlatives. We're going to kind of give out our superlatives, Halloween themed. And maybe that should have been one like the, the what is that? What would be the walking dead of organizations? There you go for the Redskins right there. <laughs> You like that? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> they, yeah, but they have a purpose: just to eat and turn other people into them. <laughs> yeah, to make them all decrepit, garbage, half dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are on fire today, Jake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who pissed in your apple juice, man? <laughs> uh. That's just this is this is daily Jake. You're getting to see daily Jake. <laughs> I love I love daily Jake, man. I really love you today, dude. You are on fire, dude. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> keep going. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see when we get to these superlatives. Let's so yeah. let's start. Here you go. Scariest, and you can take this whatever way you want, D'Angelo. Okay. is the scariest NFL player. Most fear-inducing, whatever you want. I see. For when I read this, I said LT all time. If you had to say right now who the scariest player, in my opinion, would be Mac. No question. Like I think Khalil Mac's the scariest one. But uh, you might not head that direction with him. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm not definitely heading in that direction. Khalil Mac hadn't did anything since week what four or five. Um, but I would say Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, as it relates to that's the NFL, fair. I actually. Went another route, and then I was like, uh, he's talking about the NFL. I was going scariest person, just uh, movie uh, athletes just in the world to me. Uh, but uh, Nick Bosa, just the things that he did just against the Carolina Panthers, man, it was unbelievable. It was, I, he has the same drive as J.J. Watt. That's see, I, I get that from the football, but do you know what my initial response was? Like my initial, my first thought, my first thought when I saw this, was perfect right. because I'm just like, he just wants to kill you on the field. Like he literally tries to kill people. <laughs> yeah. Would that be your scariest person ever? Like from movies or anything? Like what would be the scary, like what scares uh, Jake? Oh, see, see, like the movies, like the candy mans and all that, like that stuff never did anything for me. The, the, I'll tell you the only one where I actually wanted to like go pull out my Bible and start reading after it. So is, did you see event horizon? No, I haven't, but okay. I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, D'Angelo, the, the, the theme of the movie, or the, I guess the, the science behind it, whatever you want to call it, the spaceship goes to hell and comes back. That's all, that's the entire crux of the entire movie. So that and the guy at the end, I'll say the guy at the end is, <laughs> I, I'll just leave, you, I don't want to spoil too much. The guy at the end, How that's old all you, you Jake? need to know. How, How old are you? I saw that while I was at Liberty University. So there you go. Oh, you were an adult. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm laughing, but you're going to laugh at me after this. And the scariest person ever from any movie, any sitcom, any uh, uh, anything Ooh, in the say, world. Barney? No, Rose from Get Out. Really? Yes, dude. It is unreal because that's something that happens on a daily outside of like, you know, well, no, it does happen on a daily. Like they catch these serial killers all the time. But dude, I, I can you just the, like to be in that situation, man? Whether no matter the skin color, just in that situation. Where are those keys, Rose? You know I can't give you the keys, right, babe? Bro, like, how could you not be? Like scared, no, I'm, dude. I'm with, I'm with you because uh, so I will say this: the what is the the hills have eyes? Is that the name of it? The one where it's like about the West Virginia <laughs> yeah. people, like that's yes. you. Were, so you were one of the first times you and I ever talked. You said out there in West Virginia. I said, don't ever put me in West Virginia. Don't ever put that on me. Like, <laughs> yeah, you did say that. I will never take a random road trip where there's too much of a stretch in wilderness area because that's legit. I will say that is one legitimate fear that I have, like real life fear. I don't want to get broken down in the middle of some wilderness backwoods. Hills have eyes, people coming to get me. <laughs> That's that one legitimately scared. I never leave this place. So I can say, and it sounds like you too, Jake, TV has really shaped my perspective of what's scary and what's not. <laughs> I'm sure. Although I think, can we both laugh and judge Zuri for being scared of Edward Scissorhands? I don't care that you were eight years old, Zuri. Like, come on, man. No, was he really scared of Edward? He was what? He's just an aggressive haircutter. That's all he was. He never did anything. All he did was kill his prosthetic hands that he would have got if he wouldn't have. Like he didn't do anything. Yeah, we're definitely judging Zuri over here on the side. Yeah, all right, hundred percent, dude. 100%. This is this is my favorite one. I'm gonna let you go first because this is my favorite. I want to give my answer yeah. second on this one. So, the best spell, the thing that you're either believing in or that that shouldn't be true, similar to like before when you said that the Cowboys were going to the playoffs after week three, so people were believing in that, and you said no. So, what's something that people are believing in football wise that you say no, it's not true? They, people, uh, ooh, this was hard because I, I had the Cowboys making the playoffs because the Cowboy <laughs> Nation still feels as if they, I mean, have you can stick with that, what it takes. But I, I'm a, I'm gonna say this, and, uh, you know, people can be mad at me all they want to. The, the, the fact of the matter is this everybody's saying that, you know, the Green Bay Packers are an elite team and they're Super Bowl contenders. That's something that they need to stop believing in because Aaron Rodgers can only do so much. And he's finna get to the meat of his schedule where it's going to be important that he, they have to win. And right now, they're a one-trick pony, in my opinion, and that one-trick pony is Aaron Rodgers. So you're not saying relax like he did a couple of years ago. You said they're still winning. No, uh-uh. Uh, you, they, believing in them, uh, making a deep playoff run uh, is just fictional. Uh, and you should give it up. Let it go. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. All right, like, so you want to guess? You want to guess what mine is? <laughs> is it the Cowboys making the playoffs? No, no. It, it's it, that. It, <laughs> it's it's my boy that you like to say. It is. You know what's people are believing that shouldn't be true. That's not true. Is that Daniel Jones is any different than Eli Manning? And again, he comes off 
what his second good game of his career against what is a questionable defense similar to not as quite as bad as the Buccaneers and everybody's like, oh, Daniel Jones has turned the corner two weeks ago. Daniel Jones throwing a million interceptions on Thursday night football. Oh, he's an aggressive quarterback. You have to appreciate he's Eli Manning, D'Angelo. <laughs> he is. He's 100 percent Eli Manning. But, you know, that's not my problem. That's yours, though, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I told you, I'm I'm disconnecting myself from this franchise until we get rid of the the name that shall be not spoken on this show. You know that. Oh, absolutely. We both have we both have that in common for sure. <laughs> the dislike. <laughs> uh, look, oh, no, I don't want to go down that road. We're going to the next one. <laughs> Okay. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, the team that's been the most hot cold. I guess, is it not the Chiefs? I mean, the Chiefs rattled off all those wins, lost all of them, now they're back, and Mahomes might come back this week. I mean, that seems like the easy answer, right? No, that's not what I'm going with. But that's okay. a really good one. I'm I'm saying the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills beat the Jets by one, the Giants by 14, and the Bengals by four, and the Titans by seven, and the Dolphins by 10. But they lost to the Patriots and the Eagles. So the two teams that got the winning record is who they lost to, but they win against all the teams that have a, a sub-500 record, I mean, an under-500 record. So I call them Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde because when it's time for them to play the games that we don't expect them to win, they don't win them. And then the games ah, we expect them yeah. to win, that's why I'm saying they're Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Anytime they get an opportunity to want to insert themselves in that playoff conversation of being one of the good teams, they lose to them. And to lose to the Eagles by 18, I mean, are the Eagles really that good? No, you you know who they actually are? I'll tell you who the Bills are. <laughs> you ready? They're the, they're the who, evil who? mask guy from Scooby-Doo. Like, you take off the mask and they're like just some <laughs> random non-threatening dude no. underneath. <laughs> you can imagine. <laughs> you telling me <laughs> that the mystery machine is in full effect on this one? Oh, 100%. Wow. 100 percent oh i like it jake i like <laughs> i like this jake man you got to bring this energy every week man <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i love this guy i don't know who you was giving me before this <laughs> <laughs> the one trying to be nice <laughs> i'm done no. being nice i'm at the halfway that, point of the I'm nfl season i'm tired and i'm not nice anymore <laughs> I'm going to tell you what happened. Somebody ripped his ass probably about some fantasy thing, and he came on here. No, actually, pissed. you know what? <laughs> That's a good one. Like, I, I would tell you, I did get a lot of Stark last week, and I pushed back, and I, it was all in heel. Like, I usually do a little bit in spurts, but it was full out last week. People were trying to – I'll give you the example. People were like, oh, I can't believe that you think Auden Tate's as good as Tyler Boyd. I was like, Tyler Boyd's have one good game. Shut the hell up. That's exactly pretty much where I was at. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Jake. So from now on, the gloves are off. You cannot go back to the old Jake, bro. <laughs> this is you, new and improved 2.0, man. <laughs> All right, then. How about this? The Walking Dead zombie, the player, the coach, who's dead. They just don't know it. it I, we've already said Dan Quinn so many times. I feel like, we, do we yeah, have to pick somebody I, new, or can we just say Dan Quinn? Well... <laughs> I, I, I went Dan Quinn because they're one and seven, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, but I went a different route, though, too. Good. good. Marcus Mariota. I think his Ooh. job is dead, and Ryan Tannehill will be okay over there with the Tennessee Titans. See, you wasn't thinking about that. You wasn't thinking about it. Uh, just because, no, I, I buried him. <laughs> I don't even see him walking around like a zombie. <laughs> You're dead to me, Marcus <laughs> Mariota. <laughs> He's straight buried. So, so Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, uh, um, is uh, has inserted himself in that spot. They obviously won. 
you know, last weekend. So I think they have something there. Uh, I also think that, you know, Marcus Mariota, Marcus Mariota gives them the best chance to lose. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so best exorcism team that's turned its fortune around. I, I initially, so D'Angelo, I initially said saints because you asked me when the injury happened to Drew no, Reese. Well, no. that's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like when I was saying that, like you asked, if I was going to stick with my team and I did, I stuck with them. I told you I wasn't changing. I feel like they kind of did because people were assuming that Teddy Bridgewater and that team were originally going to fall out of the playoffs. No, I knew they were okay because the, the, the NFC South is not as strong as it used to be. Obviously you see the, the Falcons hurt bad. Uh, and then, you know, the Carolina Panthers trying to figure out who they are, if they're Kyle Allen or if they're Cam Newton. Uh, and then Jameis Winston is going to Jameis Winston. <laughs> so, I, I mean, looking at that division, you know, I, I knew that they were going to be okay. I just didn't know that he was going to be 5-0 and okay. Uh, but that's not who I'm saying. I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars and their quarterback situation. You know, they acquired Nick that's Foles. Uh, Nick Foles came out. Nick Foles was – I was all on the Jaguars. Like, hey, you know, this is my guy. And for a Baker Mayfield, Johnny Manziel type quarterback in Jacksonville, they're really doing well with that four and four record over there. That would be my case. I don't think he's as good as they say he is. Well, I know he's not as good as they say he is because nobody is. Um, <laughs> but uh, they have really turned their misfortune around, especially with, you know, even Dylan, Jalen Ramsey. So, you know, they're going to play well. Jalen Ramsey going to play well because – Anybody that divorce or break up gonna want to always feel like they go up and not go down. Okay, so hey, while we're at that, is Gardner Minshew the the best dressed? Is he the best costume in the NFL, or is it still Cam Newton, even though he's not playing? Oh, it's gonna always be Cam Newton, brother. Okay. You like if if you got memes circulating around about you that has nothing to do with football, you are. <laughs> that doesn't mean the it's man. the best. You know, if I just go, it, it, if I it like 100% Cam Newton, is. no, 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 because like Cam Newton goes out and picks up like a dead raccoon and puts it on his head, and he's like, "Look at me!" Like that doesn't make it the best. Hold up, that's that's fashion, Jake. See, you don't know anything <laughs> no. about fashion. That's your problem, man. And it's not a dead raccoon either. Jeez, man, give him some respect. It's rabbit fur. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. no, no, but it's it's fashion. I mean, I I don't I see how some of these basketball players dress, and I'm just baffled. And then you know, you look at Cam, and he falls right along those lines of you know those high end or those high profile basketball players that just put on anything and wear it out. I mean, that's the trendy fashion sense. I just feel like, you know, I just hadn't caught up there yet. I mean, my grandmother or my mom have, but I just ain't got there yet. All right. So how about, this is what would they coin the headless horseman, a team that's outplaying its coach. I couldn't think of one. I was thinking, like, my mind immediately goes to baseball because I'm just like, hey, you know, manager's got so much control and look, just go out there and you're going to either hit or you don't. <laughs> so, right. What do you think I, NFL wise? This This one was tough on me. Uh, this was very, very tough. Um, but uh, I'm I'm trying to think right now. See, that's uh, what I'm telling you. It was it was tough because I I was gonna say Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur, but then you know Aaron Rodgers is is a dynamic player. So that was my initial uh, thought too. Is Matt Lafleur because after how terrible the Titans were the whole time he was there. But I I can go a little bit tougher. Uh, then, then that, the and I can go with <laughs> nope, hell no, hell no. I'm gonna go Kyle Shanahan with the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, that's your team. Yeah, 
undefeated. You know, they had a Carolina Panther come in. Carolina Panther team come in and everybody was like, hey, we're going to see what the 49ers really about. We're going to see if they really, because they 4-2 and two and, you know, they're hot, Kyle hot, 51-13. And now everybody so, was like, oh, they still hadn't played anybody. So I'm I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. Nobody, nobody sitting here right now was expecting the 49ers to be undefeated and play no. as well as they played with all the old guys, well, with the old guy Sherman, uh, at corner, and then all the, and then they go get Emmanuel Sanders. Like he's showing you that he's trying to win. He wants to win. What happened to Sherman? He got all quiet when he started playing for you guys. I, I don't know, man. I, I've been trying to figure it out. Like he's even nicer on the field. Like he apologized <laughs> to Baker Mayfield. Like I mean, granted, you lied to begin with, but I mean, you know, we all forget certain stuff. I mean, that was a big one. Uh, but you know, we all forget certain stuff. Yeah, so, that was like that was like. Oh wait, you got that on camera? Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, you got me. My bad. Hey, he a real good dude though. <laughs> Maybe that's right, why he's but, so but, quiet because he knows we better shut the hell up now. Right, yeah, like everybody got receipts of everything, but 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 that's the thing though. I looking at the, this Kyle Shanahan team, nobody expected this. So you know for a fact that this team, like even with them winning, you wouldn't think they would win by some fifty-one thirteen against the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, with them riding that. that wave that they was riding, like we knew that the, the San Francisco 49ers had a great opportunity to win, but not like this. Like they're winning no. games nine to zero, where the offense doesn't show up. And the defense just absolutely take full control of football games. No, 100%. you you can't you can't tell me that you was expecting this. Nobody, no, you know that. Right. I told you I was hesitant <laughs> to buy in after week three, and then you texted me and I said, you know what, you're right. After week four, I was like, hey, you, I like, I, <laughs> yeah. I got nothing left to yeah. say. Is uh, uh is, mm-hmm. is 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 this one an easy one? The biggest giver on Halloween, the biggest gift giver on Halloween. Uh, I think like. The answer for me seems pretty easy. Uh, I, I'm assuming you got to be on the same page, D'Angelo. Do you want me to the tell you Miami who it is, Dolphins? or do you want to see you go first and see if you guess the same person? The Miami Dolphins? Uh, you, you, said, go, you took a team. No, I, was I, t- gonna t- see I took a team. I didn't go with James Winston. Oh, I that's exactly where I was going. If you wanted yeah, as yeah, much I, candy as you could potentially get, yeah. it's James Winston. Yeah, I, I was looking. I was watching the game, you know, Monday night, and I was – I was baffled by how many turnovers that they had and how sloppy that they play and how unfortunate it is on the play calling at certain times in certain situations. Like, I just feel like the entire team will be a great Santa Claus when Christmas comes. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see both. Like, But you got to agree that Winston's got to be up there, right? Oh, Winston! Winston is numero uno. I just went with the team, but Jameis yeah. Winston is by far, yeah. And he still has a job. Yeah, the only problem is, like, if you're a kid, you might actually have to pick it up off the ground because it's not going to even make it into your bag. That's the problem. So, yeah. You know. that's, oh, wow, he's just really. <laughs> you were throwing shots today, Jake. I really <laughs> hey, like this hey. Jake, man. I really like this Jake. How about this one? I'll go first on this one. Most likely to give out carrots. So basically, like the Bill Belichick. This one was easy for me because I've heard him speak now and try to do games, and it was the most boring, terrible game coverage I've ever heard from a commentary from a former player. I've heard some better, you know, bad commentary before, but now he's back at football, and he's always been a super nice, quiet, stand-up, your typical, hey, look, he's going to do everything the right way. He's going to pull out carrots at Halloween and for lunch. It's Jason, it's Jason Witten. Like, Witten's the most carrot-giving guy I've ever seen, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you see, you must you know because you've been I around. Didn't even them, so. th- I didn't. I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't thinking that. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. I'm. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with. You're gonna agree with me, really Jason. Good one. That's a really good one. Like now that I put everything that you said with his personality, he would. Yeah, either him or um, obviously the the Chiefs tight end. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. No, 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 the other one. No, no, the the retired great. Um, I think he'd hand out smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about Tony Gonzalez? Tony, Tony Gonzalez, yeah. Tony he Gonzalez. I think because he doesn't he doesn't eat meat. He's vegetarian. Oh, is like, he really? I don't even know that. Yeah, yeah. He's like super health conscious. Like Tom Brady's the same way. Like See, he wouldn't like, be passing. I. I thought about Tom, but then I'm thinking like he's got that sneaky weird side of him, like where you just no, ain't no sneaky weird side of him. He has (laughs) he he has impulses, and he acts (laughs) on those impulses and doesn't have somebody to tell him like, hey man, you probably should just chill this time. (laughs) Well, see, that's what that's the what I'm saying is like Tom Brady, like carrots are beneath him. It would have to be some what? No, no, no. What I'm saying is it would have to be like coconut infused avocados or something like that like you can't go that simple for tom brady with carrots yeah i know this though for a fact i know most the player most likely to give out full candy bars um he'll give out full candy bars (laughs) with probably a side of gummy bears and probably some uh sneakers to go with it and uh (laughs) Probably, uh, you know, uh, an autographed picture or something. Who? Antonio Brown. <laughs> I'm going to go visit Antonio Brown at Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. And he gonna, when he signed the card, he's going to say business is booming. <laughs> <laughs> is because it still booming, at, though? <laughs> right. But you have to understand, though, like, if you, you have a guy like that that's always had the spotlight and you damn that lighter you turn it off man it's so a lot darker than it used to be and you'll do anything to get back in that light mm, so there you go go everybody out there if you live near antonio brown go hit him <laughs> up he's got yeah he's, he's got plenty of patriots jerseys to give out i can tell you that much yeah he, i mean i'm sure he got some raiders jerseys too i mean at <laughs> one point he had raiders three jerseys Thomas. in production in one year <laughs> that is true I didn't, <laughs> hey i didn't even think about that that is true yeah all right, how about this one? And each one of them is a throwback. <laughs> All right, D'Angelo, the best wizard. Who's playing the most over their head? They're tricking us. They're not real. Oh, I I thought about this one, too. I'm going to let you go first on this one because I, I got to choose between three people. Uh, and three I can tell you three people. Three hmm. people. Uh, I'm, gonna... I'm going Christian, I'm going Christian go McCaffrey. I'm going Dalvin Cook. Wow. Uh, and I'm going uh, 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 Deshaun Watson. Uh, the only one I might be able to get on board with is Deshaun Watson. Uh, those are the three that are playing completely over their head. You got to understand, man, Dalvin missed all last season with an injury. Yeah, I, I don't care. He's that good. <laughs> no, you're saying that for fantasy purposes, but nobody no, no, expected no, no, no. him to go back and look at my college profile on him. No, 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 no. Okay, no. I'm gonna I'm go back and look at your college profile, but he was hurt last year, though, coming off something major, and to come back in and not skip a beat is something like I, you got to tip your hat to. Like this is almost 
Adrian Peterson like when he tore his ACL and he came back and rushed for over 2,000 yards. That's what, what I mean Sanders by Sanders is doing right now. Freaking tears his Achilles and is like, hey, you know what? I'm fine. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So, so, so these things are like crazy, but to come in and ball out like this, like everybody was talking about Christian McCaffrey need to be on MVP watch, you know, this, 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 and this. But Dalvin Cook do just as much for his team as CMC does for the Carolina Panthers. So shouldn't he be in the conversation as well? Oh, absolutely. There's no question in my mind. But he's not in that conversation because the Vikings are quote-unquote good and they they win by a team and the Carolina Panthers are okay and they just have Christian McCaffrey because they lost their starting quarterback. Well, and that, I was going to say that's the other thing too is it always comes back to the quarterback too. Is It's kind of like Dalvin Cook, yeah. you know, with the quarterback situation. Yeah, You know how I feel about the MVP team. Man, I'm with you on that. A, yeah, they got, a, they got a quarterback situation whether the quarterback's healthy or not in Minnesota. <laughs> they just don't want to address that. You stop no. Dalvin Cook, you got a great chance to win that football game. Yeah, I've never been that big of a Kirk Cousins fan. All right, last one before I ask you some real-life questions for D'Angelo about Halloween. Haunted okay. House, the team that is clearly cursed. It's just got to be the Chargers, right? There is no other team that's just gone through what they've had. I I, I am trying to figure out, like, and and I almost chose Phillip Rivers as the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but <laughs> I, I don't. I honestly don't know what they're doing in L.A. Like, I don't – both teams – they're like, not getting I, fans. I, I, I can tell you that. You yeah, saw the Steelers I, game, right? Where it was like 80% Steelers fans. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said it's a hunted house. And it clearly that it's cursed. I mean, there's a lot of teams that I think that are cursed. I mean, you have uh, the teams in L.A. You have the Oakland or, yeah, the Oakland Raiders. Uh, they're not in For Vegas now. just yet. Um, the Browns, like, come on. With all that talent. I mean, you guys are fun to watch, but geez, I mean, they have a running back man go over almost two hundred yards, and they still lose like that. Yeah, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out like how, how sway. Like, I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. No, so there's I, a few teams that are cursed, and there's one team that's cursed the other way, and that's the Buffalo Bills. Like, they, if Lady Luck lived anywhere, Lady Luck lives in Buffalo, <laughs> New Buffalo. York. There's another one Man, that's pretty yes. true. Josh Allen's giving out plenty of candy on his Halloween day too. So for the turnovers, yeah. he's not he's not too bad from uh, Jameis Winston when it comes to that. All right, so I got some real life questions for D'Angelo Williams. All uh -oh. right, uh oh, yeah, yeah. So my biggest one, my biggest, my most interesting one, I, I might say, and maybe not for everybody, but I thought it was just when you move into a new neighborhood or just in general, do people recognize you? During trick or treating, yeah, if they do, do they ask for autographs? Do they have the the gall to do that? Oh no, they they go deeper than that. Sometime, man, like so. <laughs> wait, wait, it's wait funny, what's dude? deeper than that? Like, come hang at my uh, house, dude. <laughs> no, dude, I've I've had people show up like uh, that has done work for me before I I get up to Halloween. It's done work for me, man. Come over like the subcontracted out, and I'll come into the driveway or something like that. They'll come over on their own and be like, "Hey, man, you know, I did this on you know at your house." You know, blah, 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 man. And my son's a huge fan. Would you sign this for me? And I'm like, wait, what? Like, you you came, like, I don't even, you was subcontracted out by GC. I saw <laughs> you and spoke. And then you came back to my house after you finished the job, like a month or two later, to ask for an autograph. Like, oh, man, I didn't know who you was at the time. But, you know, my boy <laughs> took, so then you told somebody else to even figure out who I was. Like, I'm like, wait, what? I don't, I don't understand this. But I, I got a rule that I don't sign or take pictures at my house because that's like my domain. So uh, that's to keep 
you know, uh, work separate from, you know, living at home. Cause whenever I come home, you know, this is, you know, my castle. I want to be able to, to be here and the privacy and not have to come outside and sign autographs and take pictures. So on Halloween, they, they take it, they, they make it a great point. Cause I always dress up and I put a mask on. So they'd be like, Hey man, let's get a picture, man. Your costume's awesome. I don't care how terrible my costume is. If I have one on, that's a great opportunity to get a picture of your costume with D'Angelo Williams. <laughs> yeah, so just don't ask to take the mask off. <laughs> right, right. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, I've, I've been asked, uh, like when I was in Pittsburgh, man, and, you know, I dressed up and was st- standing outside and giving candid, you know, a lot of people in the neighborhood was like, oh, you know, D'Angelo Williams lived there, but never had a reason to come over. So on Halloween, that was a perfect time for them to come over and meet me. So, you know, I'm trying to interact with the kids and like scared him and they want to talk football and uh you know one-on-one and the kids like who is that daddy like <laughs> it's like dude his costume is awesome dad he's such a cool guy and his dad was like you know who that is and the kid was like yeah predator like no no no, that's not who it is that's the answer Williams with the pittsburgh steelers he rushed for x amount of dollars but dad his costume is so cool <laughs> <laughs> that's usually what i get uh either talking about the costume or something completely unrelated with the kid as it relates to football. And it's the, the parent that I have to deal with, but that's usually how it shake out. And, you know, in my neighborhood now, there's like two or three retired players from uh, other sports. So when we get together and we do this little cul-de-sac buffet style candy give out line, you know, I'm there with other parents. He was like, Oh yeah. You know, I played from such and such years and such and such years, you know, I played with, with this team or you know i played i'm a retired baseball player and i'm like oh cool i play with schools i'm like oh see i'm in one of those neighborhoods huh (laughs) 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 all right so (laughs) let me ask you because you talk about dressing up everything that i guess maybe we we might have to go back to like kid time when you weren't allowed to pick your costume What's, what's the worst costume you've ever worn the worst costume I've ever worn. I tried to pull off. Um, um, have you seen "Don't Be a Menace to Society"? South, or South Central your juice in the hood? drinking your juice in the hood. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, the the parody to it where you you take your locks and you yeah uh, yeah that's what I'm saying. Don't be a menace was, to South Central while drinking your juice yeah, in the hood. Yeah, I, 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 I remember I, that movie. Come on now. I, I went as him and I was way too buff. Uh, my hair <laughs> so wasn't like long the, enough. The, the dread sticking out like uh, all yeah. I had them like sticking up. It, yeah, it was cheap, and I I was like I did a disservice to myself and to Halloween, you know, everywhere. So <laughs> I had to step my game up, and that I did. Oh, that's a that's that's a good. One. I'm picturing it right now. I'm picturing like the half dreads like not quite long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at now, like yeah. how much how much stuff would you have to put to get one just to stand up? Like I feel like there's like they're they're way too big. At oh, this it's point. a process. I, every costume <laughs> that I have now requires two people, like me and my wife, because she has to make sure. Yeah, I told you I stepped my game all the way up, dude. Because I it, again, it is my favorite holiday out of any and all holidays. Wow, you you want to know what my costume was last year? <laughs> I I don't I don't want to judge you, Jake. But if you want to do that to yourself, yeah, sure, by all no, means. Feel yeah. feel feel free to judge me. It was regular clothes just with a Scooby Doo mask on, but like the big inflatable, like or not inflatable, but like fluffy, like it should have the rest of the costume. But all I did was just put the head on. That's all I did, <laughs> Jake. You're so mad. Jake, don't don't do that. Like you, yeah. That's that's very disrespectful. That's that's like saying, you know, hey, I tried, 
but like you're like a 16 year old teenager that didn't give a damn. It was one of those I tried. No, no, here, I got you I'm one better. Here. Two years ago, D'Angelo. I'm here. Two, two, two years ago, I got a Batman mask and I had a Batman shirt. So I wore the Batman shirt. So it's still not a great outfit, but I did an entire show, an hour long fantasy show in Batman voice. I committed. I did the entire show and my throat was killing me afterwards. I committed. Jake, this is depressing. Like this is, this is, and you probably You're not going to appreciate that, Batman voice for an entire fantasy show. You know what? I, I, I get it, Jake. Jake, you're one of those people that put up your damn Christmas trees before Thanksgiving, huh? No, I don't. I do it the weekend after. <laughs> <sighs> but I don't take it down to like the middle of January. <sighs> so what are you giving out, D'Angelo? Are you a full candy bar? Or you Do you buy the stuff you like or do you buy stuff you don't like so you don't be tempted to eat it before Halloween? Like, What do you, what do you hand out for Halloween? <laughs> whatever's on sale uh, <laughs> so it's i'm there's no way in hell i'm giving out full candy bars uh <laughs> no i am not giving out full candy bars and and the reason why i don't give out full candy bars because i know how i feel about candy when i go when i used to go trick-or-treating even to this day now with the kids like if they get a full candy bar nine times out of ten they ain't gonna eat that they want the stuff that they don't normally get that are right. like in those little packages like ooh, like to this day i can't answer this question to my daughter, you know the little strawberry things that have like the strawberry thing. They on don't have it a name. Have, like, Nobody a, knows the name. Right, right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like she'll ask me, "What is this, Dad?" I'm like, "It's candy." Like, what's the name of it? Like, the I don't know. It's candy. Like, like, it's just <laughs> strawberry candy. She's like, "No, Daddy, what's the name?" <laughs> So every year I got to get ready to answer this question because that's the candy that she liked. But if she just walked in the store and wanted to buy some, she can't find those unless she's actively seeking them. Because nobody knows. I don't even think the stores know the names. I don't think the people that produce them know the name of them. There's like, right, they're that's what I'm saying. Like, what, what, is the, what is that called? Somebody help us. Like, what's the name Here's of that the candy? Here's the worst, Angel. Have you ever got a stale one where, like, the entire thing is chewy and just sticks to your teeth and doesn't even break down like it normally no. should oh the, no the, not the full one i've gotten like the halfway i've gotten the halfway and like the halfway is okay like that's tolerable but i can no, only imagine stale. going all the way through no, it no 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 don't, don't ever get a full yeah. stale. So, what so what are you excited about if you see candy like in your kids bowls do you ever take some for yourself you sneak some oh, out hell yeah i'm taking right. i'm taking most of their candy like i'm not no, giving what's, all what's them. the first thing like, what's the first thing the, the first thing list? that's coming out of there yeah you talking about the first candy that i'm taking yeah, yeah. Oh, Whoppers, easy. I'm hitting the Whoppers hard, bro. Whoa. Like you I'm, might be I'm the only about, person I know that's like, ooh, Whoppers. Ah, uh, dude, because I don't. Again, I don't actively seek them. You know, I take my time. I'm more of a Carmelo bar guy uh, when it comes to like candy bars. We had so our flex with, league draft in New York, and I wanted to bring snacks because it was going to be three hours, and we weren't allowed to eat in the studio. And I brought one of those giant Hershey bags with like six different candies in there, and one of them was Whoppers. And I came out after the draft. And you know what was left, D'Angelo? Like a thousand whoppers. whoppers and two Snickers. Ah, <laughs> uh, bro, I'm talking about the whoppers. I'm hitting the whoppers hard because I know in my household, like the kids love whoppers, and if they get them before I do, then they claimed. Wow, I get you got to claim your stake, man. It's it's like real Game of Thrones around here when it comes to the whoppers, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm big on the, uh, the the laffy taffy strawberry and watermelon, but the problem is, is it just I hate when the ones that get stuck to the wrapper and you can't get out and it's like, like oh I don't yeah understand what and, issue is. and you're not you don't just let it go you gotta fight it because at that you point do in time it's you versus you the like, candy yeah <laughs> i just did it last like, week oh no hell I'm no like, you're not doing this to me <laughs> you just kind of like bite out of the wrapper and you're trying to make sure yes. you don't get it <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yes. 
I'm hey, getting at least half get, this damn candy out of here. Yeah. You get a little plastic in your throat and the way you get it out is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Yes. Two more for you, D'Angelo. Okay. What's, what's your favorite Halloween Halloween, Halloween movie kind of like put you in the mood all time for you? So, um, it's not Halloween if, and it's been a couple of like seasons go by, but the the movie that I always like to come out because it started a craze was the Saw series. The Saw series would always drop like on Halloween or around Halloween. And I'm not talking about the movie Halloween. Obviously that that's, you know, that's going to be there. That movie, they'll drop one every year until, you know, everybody's dead in the whole movie before they (laughs) quit that franchise. But Saw was so interesting because finding new ways to keep people entertained uh, in old ways, if you will, like once you know the plot to a movie, you kind of like, oh, I can figure that out. But to keep people still interested in a certain plot twist, because you know it's going to always be a twist. And then the last one was just fitting because he, you know, he did it from the grave. Spoiler alert if you hadn't seen it. Uh, I think that's how it works, right? You say spoiler after you spoil it, right? Yeah, Um, that's the way you do it. (laughs) Yeah, so it it 100% had to be the Saw series, man, and Jigsaw and and Billy and what they brought to the table. What would it be for you? Uh, see, I don't have like a real. I told you, like the movies. I I think the Saw is a good call. Although I I tell you, you gotta go watch Event Horizon, but that's not really a Halloween movie. That's just a scary movie. So yeah, I, so, I'll, I'm with so, you with the Saw. The, I'd say the first three Saws. Like after that, it kind of yeah, they like, they kind of get washed down. But just the 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 finding out the devices and stuff that they use and the creativity there was was interesting. This is what I always thought was crazy, uh, and nobody's ever questioned this, right? The What's producers that? or necessarily the people that has all this stuff in their head, like they got to be psycho, bro. You don't just think <laughs> of stuff like this I and not want to act on it. Like, how do you how like the person who wrote Star Wars? You can't. That's he created a whole nother language. Like, how do you how do you have all that in your head and then and able to bring it out and make it realistic and not be insane? Like, did you ever see Cabin in the Woods? Yes, I did. Yeah, they, yes. like that. You tell me there's not something a little bit wrong with that dude, right? Yeah, and we're just okay. Like, oh, these movies are you know awesome. Like, I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I understand Heath Ledger and you know Joaquin Phoenix was talking about you know playing the Joker role. Uh, I I don't I, I I how how are the producers not crazy? Like they had to come up with this stuff. No, like I'm, they had to say that they this is how they wanted you to feel and. And I'm gonna say this before, since we're kind of talking about movies, and I wanted to wanted to get us here anyway. I I'm trying to figure this out. Have you seen all three Jokers? Have you seen you know Heath Ledger's Joker? Have yeah. you seen yeah. uh? So you've seen all three Jokers. Yeah. Jack Nicholson's yeah, Jack Joker. You've seen him, and, right? And, the Phoenix, and yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. You've seen him. Yeah. This is what I don't understand. Why in the hell? And maybe you can clear this up, and then we can move on. Why in the hell with Joaquin Phoenix? Go sit down with Jack Nicholson and talk about going to a dark place when the role that Jack Nicholson played was not even close to being dark. It was more cartoonish and it was more comic book bookish than it was uh, Joaquin Phoenix or Heath Ledger even close. Like, why Uh, would you go talk to him and it's not even the same role? I didn't even know he did. I I would have thought the same thing. Like, what what are you asking him for? 
yeah, so Jack Nicholson came out and told them two guys, uh, Heath Ledger, he was like, hey, well, man, you know, playing a Joker is a dark character. And I'm like, dude, your character wasn't dark <laughs> when you played the Joker. Jack Nicholson, you was good, but you wasn't dark. No, I'm with you. That'd be like if you found out the new Batman movie was going to have Mr. Freeze in it and the person was like, hey, it's going to be a dark version of Mr. Freeze. And he's like, well, I'm going to go talk to Arnold Schwarzenegger about his. Like, no, it was stupid and ridiculous. <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. What, what else we got? I mean, I had to I had to get that last, ran off my chest. Last one. <laughs> and then we got two actual yes. like football, football type things for you. So okay. you, you have to fight one, D'Angelo. You fighting Jason? Michael Myers or Freddy? So you got the three greatest, most prolific killers of all time. You got Freddy Krueger, who's probably the most charismatic killer uh, in the history of all villains as it relates to entertaining you, making you laugh, and trying to figure out why you feel so conflicted on laughing but feeling bad about somebody dying. Michael Myers is the only killer in history Eh, I don't know. Jason, maybe you can probably answer this question. He's never said anything ever, <laughs> ever. I don't know that either one of them ever said anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't I, I was trying to think back. Well, Jason was a kid and he talked. They never flash you back to Michael Myers That's being true. a kid. and He actually said something. So Jason said something when he was a kid. And then uh, because they hit those flashbacks when Jason was a little kid and he was talking to his mother. So he actually said something that character that was portrayed him as a young kid did, but Michael Myers never said anything. So the mystery still surrounds him. So I'm going to go out of the three. Mm, if I got to fight one, I'm going Jason. I can't go Freddie. Cause right. I like to sleep a lot. He can get me. No, uh, see, Michael, that's, it, no, no, no. There's a super easy answer here and it is Freddie. You know why the angel, I, I have major problems with Freddie. It was first of all, like the first movie is so freaking inconsistent of like you can only get you in your dreams but then he does get some people in real life and the real life no here do you remember how the movie ends do you remember how she beats freddy uh, yes she she grabbed him brought him into the real world no. and then that's how she get and then and then she's back in the the dream world but then she stops believing in him and he disappears if you can just be if i could just stop believing in you and you disappear you're not a threat get the hell out of here i'm fighting freddy every time so you so you'd say you feel the same way about Pennywise then? Oh yeah, Pennywise, Candyman, all that stuff. I can stop believing you. You go away, then you're, you're done. You're no threat. I'm not even scared. Oh, wow, wow. But you're sleep though. You got to go to sleep every night, man. Like that's I can't do it. <laughs> I feel like I can run. And everybody that's ran from Michael Myers or Jason. Uh, and what's crazy is is you don't even you. It's a lot of people that can't tell Michael Myers and Jason apart. I don't I was, understand yeah. that either. Yeah. They are. Like you don't even have they don't even have their own identity. Freddy Krueger does. So with yeah. that being said, I'm taking my chances with Jason and Michael, and I know for a fact that all I gotta do is keep running because they're gonna walk the whole time. If you hear my voice here, that means we've reached the end of our ride. But there's good news. You can listen to more of the show and get 40% off by subscribing to the athletic at theathletic.com slash to be honest. That's theathletic.com slash to be honest. You'll be able to hear the full show and D'Angelo's most honest takes of the episode. Okay, now you know. Tune in next week, and we'll talk soon. Bye.